Two hands hold my father's cup. One says drink, the other's stuck on everything. I've tried to push away, push away. Welcome to another Relis podcast, and I am one of your hosts, Chris. And unfortunately, Pup Tent is not with us today. He decided to take a little vacation with his family, so you can't blame the guy. You know, going down to Florida or somewhere around there, I think. Uh, And I'm going to enjoy the weather and the beach and whatnot with his family and celebrate Father's Day down there. And guess what? That is what we're talking about today, Father's Day. It's a special, special day that really doesn't get the pomp and circumstance that Mother's Day does. And that's sad. It should. Fathers are just as much or ever really more important than Mother's Day. I mean, I hate to say that, but we see the impact of that right now on our society today. A society where fathers are abandoning children left and right. Now, we'll get to that in a minute, but before we do, let me say congratulations and happy Father's Day to all the amazing fathers out there. All you who are working hard, who are putting in the hours at work, but also putting in the hours with your children and your wife and your families, congratulations. Thank you for all that you do. You are amazing, amazing men out there, and this weekend is for you. Hope you enjoy it. I hope your family takes care of you. They give you a wonderful Father's Day, and I hope it's the best you've ever had. Honestly do. Um... Now, to all those crappy fathers out there, we kind of mentioned them a minute ago. Yeah, thanks for all the crap you've given us. I mean, with 75% of African-American children being brought up in a single-parent home because of you lazy pieces of crap, and you men who aren't willing to step up and take responsibility for your actions— and you're destroying our country. You know, you play a massive role in what is going on right now on the streets, in the rioting all over this country. You play a massive role in that because you have been non-existent in these children's lives. You haven't taught them, you know, how to be good men or good women, how to respect themselves and to respect others. And you piece of crap deserve... A swift drop kick to the chest plate this weekend. I hope somebody somebody that knows you, that sees you out there, like, hey, that's a piece of crap daddy. I'm going to drop kick him to the chest plate. You deserve it, okay? I'm just, I'm just sorry. It's a little thing of mine. I personally am not a dad, but when I become a father one day, that is something that is vitally important to me. You, you have to take um, a very... Very, um, what am I looking for here? You gotta, you gotta invest in your children. You really do because you're not raising good children. Your children, you're raising good adults. Everything you do with that child, you're, you're doing to hopefully one day raise a good adult, an adult who's going to help contribute to society, who's going to hopefully maybe one day. Cure all cancers, okay? I mean, you could be raising that person. You could be. 
So you you need to invest your time and it's you know it's not always about what you buy them or what you do with them it's just being with them sometimes that's all children want is someone just to be with them you know i i can look back at my own father and i can think of times where i didn't want to do some of the crap he wanted me to do i didn't want to cut the grass i didn't want to clean his boat i didn't want to wash his car but he was outside doing something with me spending time with me and my dad's been passed for uh let's see four and a half years now he's he's gone on and praise god you know thank you jesus for your sacrifice and i know that my father's in 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 the holy of holies right now i know he's there but i miss him still but i can sit back and i can think about you know, times where he had me doing things and I I would have much rather just been inside, you know, playing a video game or, you know, off of my friends hanging out or something. And, and he was just investing time with me. And I can look back over those times and go, man, I really appreciate those times now. You know, they really mean something to me now. They didn't mean a whole lot to me then, but they mean something to me now. And trust me, trust me, if you'll take that time with your child now, if you'll take that, that those extra five minutes a day even if it's just five minutes make memories with your children because one day it will mean the world to them it will so get active get involved if you know maybe you and your wife or you know the the child's mother maybe the two of you are split maybe you get limited time but make that time count don't spend that time flipping through your phone and on facebook and chatting with some girl or whatever Put your focus on the child. Put your focus on the child. Invest your time in that child. Do it. Do it. Put that child at the center of your focus in your life. And I'm telling you, you will have a better human being, a better person in the long run. And you will be making memories that will last forever with you and your child. Okay? That's that's what we need. We need more fathers to get involved with more children. And and like I said, I can sit back and I can think about my my own father and times where we did stuff together. Um, I was blessed to have a, a pretty awesome father who spent a ton of time with me as a as a kid. I mean, I I used to not really appreciate the things that he would do for me and for my brother and. He worked his butt off to make sure that we had everything we ever needed and everything that we wanted. And he put his own desires aside for us. And as a kid, you don't really think about it. But now as an adult, you can look back and go, man, that is awesome. You know, wow, he really, really loves me. Wow. You know, like the sacrifices, the hard long shifts he worked a very physical hard job the hard long shifts the work in the weekends you know during the summers the hot blazing summers in the south sweating his butt off working hard all to provide for us to provide for a nice home nice clothes anything we ever wanted i mean we were me and my brother growing up played sports so that's not free that costs money and having a you know, to sign up to play and then to buy all the equipment and to get us back and forth to all the games. It costs a lot of money. And then investing time to send us to certain camps so we can get better at our sports and, and you know, 
grow and develop as young men and learn from these sports. I mean, it's just all the hard work, all the time he invested in us, it does not go unnoticed. It does not, um, it's not taken for granted. And the life lessons that I learned during that are paramount. They they make me and have helped make me who I am. And when you do that with your children, it's going to do the same thing for them. I mean, I can sit back and I was thinking about this the other day, knowing that Father's Day was coming up. I was thinking about something that my dad uh, did with uh, with me. I played soccer growing up, and I was a goalie because, well, I was not the fastest guy on the field. I couldn't run up and down the field with everybody, but I was quick, and I was, you know, I had some smarts on how the game was played, so I was goalie. And But I wasn't, you know, the most aggressive player. I was a little timid. I was a little afraid when I first started playing, when I first started learning. It's a big ball. I was a little bitty kid. I was afraid of it. You know what I mean? And my brother was three years older than me. And I'll never forget going out to the local field, the soccer field, and it's off-season. Nobody's out there. It's just empty. The field's, I mean, nobody's out here at this park. It's just me, my dad, and my brother. And here we are practicing in the off-season because we're getting ready. We're going to get prepared. When nobody else is practicing, we're going to be out there practicing, working hard, getting ready for the upcoming season. And we were out there. It was hot, sweaty, didn't matter. You know, got out there. And I remember my dad being tired of me being afraid of the ball. Like, I, I would, it would come at me. And I'd be like, eh, you know. And I, but my goal, yeah, I'm the goalie. I'm supposed to stop it. I'm not supposed to be afraid of it. And I'll never forget him making me put my hands behind my back and stand there on the goal and not move. And my brother stand just a few feet in front of me and kick the ball at me and hit me with the ball as hard as he wanted to. And I had to stand there and take it. And I couldn't ball down. I couldn't cry. I couldn't do any of that. I had to sit there and I had to take it. And what he was teaching me is toughness. You got to be tough. It's not just about the game of soccer. It's about life. In life, you got to be tough. Sometimes you're going to get hit. It's not going to feel good. It's going to hurt. Sometimes you're going to get hit right in the face, but you have to stand there and you have to take it. And you got to take it like a man. And you can't back down. You can't cower to it. You got to take it. And in life, and as a Christian, especially in today's America, sometimes all you can do is stand. Just stand and take it. Put it in God's hand. Let Him handle it. Stop trying to do it on your own. Trust Him. Put it in His hands and just take it. Put on your armor that the Bible tells you to put on and just take the hit. Be a man, stand there, take the hit. That's what he was teaching me at 10 years old. Something that was much bigger than a soccer game. And it was about life. That's the kind of father I had. Even 10 and 11 years old was teaching me these life lessons. See, I was very, very blessed. Another thing he taught me was be aggressive. Too many times in soccer today, and, you know, Copa America is going on, and I've been watching a lot of that with uh, my brother, and we've been really enjoying it, and go USA. But oftentimes you see goalies, they come out now, and they they let the attacking player make the first move. 
They come out and they wait. They let, you know, say if there's a breakaway or something or whatever, they come out, they try to take the angles down, the angles down, and they let the attacking player make the first move. That didn't happen with my dad. When my dad was my coach, that that was not going to happen. You see, he wanted me to be aggressive. That's what every other goalie does. Every other goalie comes out, take the angles down, try to make the stop. Nuh-uh, no. With him, it's take their options away. Don't give them a chance to shoot. Forget the angles. Don't give them a chance to shoot. Take them away. So he taught me to be aggressive. Anytime there was a breakaway or an opportunity, I was out on the edge of the box. I was attacking the ball. Not the player, the ball. I was going after the ball, and I was taking away the options of the opposing team before they even had them. Because he taught me to be aggressive, to go after what I wanted, and to get it. And I'll never forget when I was about 11 and 12 years old, we were playing a team, and it was a very, very tough match. Very tough match. It was a close game. And, you know, I think we ended up winning 2-1 uh, to one or something like that. But it was it was maybe 2 to nothing, 2 to one something like that. And very close match. And this, um, this guy breaks right down the middle. They get a breakaway. And they're coming right down the middle. And I come out and I do what my dad taught me. Attack, attack, attack. Don't be passive. Don't sit back. Attack. So I come out and I attacked and I, I slid down. I, I you know took the ball and as I was going down, I noticed that the uh, offensive player was trying to kick the ball. Now I beat him to the ball, okay, but his foot continued to kick and swing through the ball. Well, that just happened as he swung through and missed the ball. It just so happened to hit me square in the mouth. Well, I stood up, cleared the ball out, and once the ball got cleared out, I bent over, picked up my tooth, put it in my pocket, and continued playing as blood dripped out of my mouth. Now, at halftime, I went over to the bench, and we were all sitting around the bench, and you know, my dad's going through his whole little thing. Here's what we need to do. And I said, Dad, I lost the tooth. Do, you, do I need to, what do, what do I need to do? And he says, give it to your mom. All right, good save. All right, this is what we're going to do in the second half. And he just kept going on like it was nothing. Losing your tooth, getting kicked in the face was nothing. Because that's going to happen in life. You're going to get kicked in the face. You might even lose a tooth. But you know what you do? You stand up and you keep playing. You take it like a man. And only a father can teach you that. Listen, there women can do a lot. And in a single-parent home where it's just a mother, she can do a whole lot and cover and try to be both parents. But it's not going to be the same. It's not the way God made us, and it's not the way he intended. Men and women are equal but different, okay? We're not the same. Yes, we're equal, but equal, but we have different attributes. And when put together in a godly household, it makes this beautiful thing. And each partner brings something to the table. And when you have what the man is supposed to bring to the table, the woman can't substitute it and vice versa. 
a father who's a single parent, there are certain aspects, no matter how hard he tries, he can't bring to the table that a, a godly wife could bring to the table for the children in the household. And when this is taken out, the man, when the man's part, which is supposed to be in that marriage, when it's taken out and it's absent in the child's life, we see some terrible things. Some, and, and when you see it on a mass scale, especially, you see terrible things happen in your country, and we're seeing seeing it right now. We're seeing, you know, young people who have no respect for authority. They don't know what discipline is. There is there's no such word as discipline. Okay, there's no there's no rules. It's anything goes, and that's because of the lack of discipline which is reinforced by the father and the lack of respect, which is reinforced by the father, which is something that I personally had a huge problem with as a kid respect to the point that my dad had a paddle made a wooden paddle made with the word respect written on it, which still hangs in my mother's house today. And she uses it on the grandkids, my brother's kids when she needs to. So, my point is today, thank you fathers, all the good fathers, who are investing the time, doing the work. To all you crappy fathers, get on it. You got a job to do, a job that you're called to do. And you need to start doing it. You need to step up to the plate and start taking responsibility for your actions. And I I sincerely hope you get a drop kick to the chest plate this weekend. (laughs) Now, this concludes the second podcast of the Relis Podcast, and I know it's a little different, and it will be, this one will be a little bit different than most, but I definitely wanted to take some time, even though Pup Tent's not really with me this week, I wanted to take some time and say Happy Father's Day. It is a big day, and before we go, I just want to remind everybody, if you're, Going to Florida, and I know Orlando's been in the news a lot lately, unfortunately. Not not good news. But if you are going to Disney World, okay, don't worry. They're taking care of the alligator situation from what I understand. If you're going to Disney World, okay, and you need some help, and you want to save money, okay? We all want to save money. I, don't, I cannot think of anybody, even Donald Trump, who's worth billions, wants to save money. Everybody wants to save money. If you want to save money and yet have an amazing time at Disney World, I mean the best time ever at Disney World, you have to go to MoneySavingMouse.com. I'm telling you, you're going to be ticked at yourself if you don't. Because if you go and you blow all this money and you come back and then you go to the website, you're going to be like, what the heck? Good God, I just spent thousands of dollars that I could have saved. So please do yourself a favor. And and look, they're not some sponsor of this show or anything. It's just something that we really, really believe in. Pupton and I are huge fans of, you know, Disney World. And I want to go. I really, really do want to go. I hope to go one day very soon. Pupton is a, him and his wife are huge fans. They go all the time. And this is something that Pupton and his wife started to help out other people. They found out when they started going, hey, wow, you know, 
this is ridiculous. You know, the amount of money we're having to put out for this. This is pretty ridiculous. So please, please, please check out this website. It's there to help you. If you have any questions, you can contact them there. If you want to get in touch with us for any reason whatsoever, whether it tells we're doing a good job or we're doing a bad job or whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. And you just want to hit us up, shoot us an email, tell us you love the show, you hate it, we need to go away, whatever you want to tell us, okay? Please, please, please email us at relisinc at gmail.com. That's R-E-L-L-I-S-I-N-K at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys. I hope you all have a blessed and fabulous Father's Day and relish. When the devil whispered in my ear that I could live a thousand years if I stay on the straight and narrow way, it's in these bones, but some people never see. They won't wake up from the dream and go it alone unless we transforming others eyes cascading butterflies into the unknown into the Dream.